0: Hey everybody! Uh, this is the third installment of this uh, spooky jorts. Um, so uh, Daisy spooks. I, I can't remember. Um, so you are joined. This is Josh. Just so people will finally figure out our fucking voices. Uh, this is Josh. And hey, hey! This is Vic. Thanks. <laughs> that, thanks. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. Um, hi. This is Ryan. And also, I guess I'm actually throwing a wrench into trying to identify people's voices, but. Um, you know at this point uh actually you know what introduce yourself and this is
1: zach the yeah. uh, unofficial
0: sixth six yeah member,
1: i guess <laughs> i don't know
0: yeah um so zach might uh you might have made as many appearances as you know other people on the podcast but you know probably i
1: think right. i've done more talking than dan has. <laughs> okay <Fair.
0: laughs> that's what it is all right um, I, so. I would
1: say that it's probably going to
2: unfold like um uh, Frank Delgado in the the Deftones, where like he was just like, and no one's gonna fucking care about this, but um, like he was like their DJ guy oh. who came in helped on a couple of records, and then they were like, "Do you just want to join the band?"
0: Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he was like,
2: "All right," and he's been in the band since like two thousand, I think, like two thousand. So
0: yeah, uh, so okay, so now we're Deftones chat, but um, let me yeah, steer so Vic and Simpson's uh, chat. <laughs> Um, so what was the guy that, uh, Homer almost killed? What was his name on Simpsons? Uh, you're gonna have to narrow it down. <laughs> he was like, he worked at the power plant and he was like really mad at Homer. Oh,
2: you're talking about Frank Grimes? Yes. Frank
0: Grimes. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that the guy from Simpsons? Uh, <laughs> also known
2: as Grimy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so not Frank Grimes, Frank Delgado uh also maybe we've discussed it on here the uh guitarist of deftones is like a flat earther anti-vax guy
2: oh god yeah thanks for reminding me of that oh yeah.
0: yeah yeah uh, um and they also the those
2: opinions fall upon deaf
0: ears oh uh the bass player that was that's in quicksand has always been in quicksand he left the band because they wouldn't make him like an official member
2: yeah, even though uh, I think he'd play it on like two records at least.
0: That or more. Uh yeah. So not you know. to
1: punch up your joke, but you should have said it was a little tone deaf that he think,
0: he believes that. So, <laughs> I would have... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well This well, is why we need you on more. Yeah, uh Vic edit that out.
1: No, nah, I'm good. No, don't.
0: <laughs> He's not touching this one. All right. Okay. so what we've done with the previous ones, we're going through the um, I I guess, you know, for anyone that's missed it and just they're tuning into this one. Ryan, what have you been up to this month? What what is this thing?
2: This thing. uh, So for the past, I don't know how many years um, I have uh, been chronicling at least 31 different entries for the month of October Related to horror, if not straight up in the realm of horror, uh, that I'd never seen before. And I watch them, I log them online, I review them, uh, because it's more fun to approach something with a fresh perspective rather than say, you know, oh, Evil Dead 2 rules. I'm like, no fucking kidding. Um, it's more, f- and plus also, it never hurts to add some more favorites to your collection, you know, yeah. never, never hurts to, uh, you know expand your dvd and blu-ray uh collection (laughs) wait do you buy a lot of these no but if i end up liking something a lot then i will go back i will go out and and buy it eventually like i did that with um night of the demons where i watched that and i was like hey that was pretty cool and then at an fye that was closing down they had a blu-ray for it for like 15 bucks Mm -hmm. i was like i'm grabbing that shit
0: have Um, you seen night of the creeps i have i own night of the creeps okay good bought it the same day i bought night of the demons <laughs> okay you were like i'm yeah. already in the in i yeah. section
2: yeah i bought um night on that same trip i bought night of the creeps night of the demons and the critters box set um oh, yeah. of which two of those movies are worth it yeah um yeah, yeah. But the Actually, uh, the, yeah, the, the
1: shell factory box set
2: yeah 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 mm-hmm. i've got that nice oh, wow. yeah i got it for like i think it was like 40 bucks or something like that And i was just like fuck yeah man like i'm sorry you got like i feel kind of bad going up to the guy at the register checking on me and like man look at all these red movies you got and he's
0: probably thinking, i'm like i'm gonna be out of a job in a month dude yeah <laughs> it's it, like, so it's sorry. like the more movies people buy the quicker he's out of a job Potentially. is that how that works
2: uh man i've been working retail half my life and even i'm not sure anymore
0: Yeah. There yeah, it's like I wonder well, actually you I know you and Will have discussed like working at like Walden books. So were y'all working there when it was like closing down? We worked until the last day it was open. So was it uh, was it that kind of feeling like as the last book sells we are out of a job or there's like a like I don't I guess it has a (laughs) that would be funny if that's what it works like. It's like we we will close eventually when we sell every book.
2: I don't remember, man. That was back in like 2007 when it yeah, closed. We were
0: there 10 years after the closing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I do remember all these when I, goddamn copies of the Da Vinci Code. You yeah. cannot close. <laughs> I,
2: I'm not kidding when I do say, I think it was like all the Dan Brown books that like there was a shit ton left over. There was like Digital Fortress, Da Vinci yeah. Code. I'm like, and there was a security guard I remember at the mall who like, when he found out about us closing down, he's like, yo, man, can you like stash some stuff for me? I'm like, I don't know if I can, I'm like, I mean, I guess who, you know, I'm not going to really get in trouble, but I could still get in trouble. So like I put aside, I think some, like, some like trade paperbacks form somewhere like out in like kind of like a hidden, like a hidden compartment in the mall, like, you know, back, like a back room area. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, uh, put these here. If they're gone, when I go back around here, then, then so
0: be it. Were they Dan um, Brown books? Is that? Yeah, them?
2: it was just like he looked for. He was looking for like a bunch of like regular like mystery thriller books. I think he like got some Dan Brown books. He might have gotten some. I want to say some like Harlan Coben books, um, like like a few other things here and there. Um, but God, it was it was a long time ago, man. <laughs> well, we aren't talking about books today. Uh, yeah, no, we're yeah we're we're talking yeah. about we're talking about books with pictures,
0: and by <laughs> books pictures I mean pictures of that words. Yeah. And uh okay, so let's try and pick up where we were last time, I think. (laughs) Uh Mar, just kind of where you where we left you in your journey, Ryan. Oh me. Yeah.
2: Um, so I believe last time we did discuss the new Halloween. Uh Halloween ends, or does it? And um hopefully it fucking does. Uh, Um, but not that long afterwards, I decided to go and uh jump into the realm of slashers again. Mm-hmm. And there was, I realized I was like, there was still one movie in like a complete series that I love that I'd never seen. Uh, and that was, I'd never seen Freddy's dead, um, which is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty much everyone told me the same thing. And they were like, Oh, you don't have to watch that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was like, well, it was on Tubi, I think. And I was like, well, you know what? I have to see it for the sake of watching it. And, uh, I really, really did not like that movie. (laughs) Um that's not very fun. It's and it's a shame because the director, I don't remember her name, I think it's Rachel Talele, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, she apparently had been involved with the franchise uh since I think like almost at the very beginning, and in like some sort of capacity, whether she was like a producer or just like overlooking stuff, and they gave her the directing job this time around. And I believe she also did uh she also did have an involvement in writing the film too. But man, that movie was rough. Um, It's just, it's like Freddy's in full-on Bugs Bunny territory and and like the kills aren't even cool. Um, They add in like, it's anytime you're you're closing out your series with like a sudden revelation that this person has a sibling, it's like, so now now we're finding out about this? It's like when you find out that Jason Voorhees has a sister in Jason Goes to Hell or you know, it's like at least with Halloween and the original old movies, you find out that Laurie Strode and Michael Myers were siblings. I'm like, you didn't wait till like, I don't know, like Halloween, you
0: know, six to suddenly be like, guess what? They were siblings all along. Or like if in Halloween ends, they were like, oh, actually, they are a brother and sister. You know, like <laughs> if they would have just put it at the end, you're like, he's dead, but they were brother and sister. It'd be great if like, that right, yeah. at,
2: right if it fades to black and says they were siblings
0: all along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. They like freeze um, but- frame and they're like, like don't yeah <laughs> yeah. But
2: um but yeah, I mean I would not recommend uh Freddy's Dead. I would say you can stop with Dream Child, which isn't that isn't even really that good either, to be honest, but mm-hmm. at least it's got style, I think. Um yeah. and uh but yeah, this had like nothing. I was really shocked by how much I, I did not like this one. Is,
0: is that um, the one where they have a 3D glasses scene? Yes. Well, okay. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that was actually one of the only things I
2: recommend. I will say I liked about it was that I thought that um, Yafet yeah, Koto
0: was great in it and he gets mm-hmm. to beat up Freddy with a bat at one point. Yeah, so and it he like also Yafik koto yeah. believed that he was abducted by aliens. So there's also an added bonus. Well, he there. was ki- well, he was killed by one in, in uh, a really old movie. I think he he legit believed in real life that he had been abducted by aliens uh, at some mm-hmm. point in his life. Uh, so and you know more like uh, more like uh, Wacko Koto. Uh, well,
1: <laughs> got him.
2: He yeah. got him. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. Um. But wow. yeah. So I did that one. Um and you know disappointed like i wasn't angry watching it and i just was kind of like man i was like yeah y'all 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 put this franchise out of its misery and thank god you did um i did also follow that up with yet another fucking slasher because i apparently had a a pattern this year and didn't realize it um have either of y'all seen uh the mutilator uh if i uh, have i've forgotten yeah also known as fall break which i was like i think that is a much better title personally um but it is got a really awesome poster and a tagline a tagline is by sword by pick by axe bye bye Mm -hmm. and uh it's more perplexing than it is i think like terrible because the opening and the ending scene the opening credits and the ending credits Mm -hmm. of this movie are essentially lifted out of like an 80s sitcom like it has like the upbeat music, everyone's smiling, laughing. It has like and it's very unassuming. You're kind of like, did this like did they like lose the footage? Or did they just kind of like say, like, fuck it, we don't care? Um, it's an okay slasher, all things considered. Um, it does have a really cool death via uh propeller, like bow mm-hmm. propeller. Um, and I will say that the final mm-hmm. kill in the movie is really gnarly, but Otherwise, eh, pretty pretty standard stuff, but like I said, the most notable thing about it was that in particularly campy opening and ending credits. Um, like I said, I don't know if anyone else here has seen that movie or
0: not. It's uh it's it's pretty uh it's pretty out there. <laughs> yeah. Letterbox is telling me I haven't. Zach, have you seen it? I have. Um I
1: I might have the arrow release of it. <laughs> okay. I think. I think it's one of those I bought during one of their sales and then I watched (laughs) probably half of it and I was like, whatever. I paid like $12 for this, (laughs) but like I said, the poster is really cool. It's got really great eighties slasher cover art. Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah. And I will say like that. And like I said, the very like a couple of kills and then the very strange credits were like, those were certainly a choice. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I will say I I didn't really regret watching it but um you know a little little too much of a mixed bag um but what I also there's one though that I actually will have to uh, revisit um and it's what I watched the day after that but it's what I watched Night Beast from uh the early 1980s uh yeah. that one people have uh a couple of people warned me about saying that it's it's also pretty dreadful but apparently it does have a little charm bit of charm to it um, however, that was also, uh, the same night that I got some pretty bad food poisoning that, uh, so like, I don't know if I told the story of the pod. Cause I think I had, I think I had something else going on the day, so I didn't talk about it, but, um, I had a very nasty, uh, night at Taco Bell and, um, my food did not settle well with me to the point where I actually had to pull over by the side of the road and I had to like throw up and um i threw up in the parking space that i'm assigned at my uh at my at my complex and so by the time i got inside um i just like lay down the couch was watching it and i was like i i was like i can't even focus on this i was like i was like i don't know what to feel about it i'm kind of like i wasn't really a huge into it but i was like again i was so fucking like I felt like I was going to die. And I was just like, this is not the movie to watch right now. So
0: is that movie, is that night of the beast or night beast? Night beast. Okay. I can't even, yeah, it's, it's a very a it's a very fuck ugly alien
2: that uh, comes down. Like basically the movie, it's really not a complicated plot of a uh, creature just coming to earth and fucking shit up. Uh, The monster, he looks like an uglier version of like a power rangers villain. And uh it's one of those things that like I, I will eventually go back and rewatch that film when I don't feel like I'm gonna puke my guts out.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I see that you didn't uh you didn't even you didn't log it on your letterbox. So Yeah, know, I'm calling you out. <laughs> um, it's still in your want to watch, so you know
2: mm, I'll have to go back uh, and change that then. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's yeah, embarrassing.
1: embarrassing. that's
0: yeah, embarrassing.
2: so
1: embarrassing. Yeah, uh, like, do I, put, do I put
2: do I put the tag on there like vomited during
0: movie? Yes, that's, <laughs> yeah, I think that's appropriate. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, no, because now people be like, oh, it's like Terrifier too. This is great. Oh god, you <laughs> up watching it.
0: Yeah, I still haven't come around to it because that that runtime is what's getting me. I know we talked about that yeah um, i keep seeing it i have access to watch it now and i'm just like you know do i put I, it's like i don't know if i want to put this on while i'm working that seems like chaotic you know <laughs> you i know, uh, like, yeah
1: I, I watched it last night okay.
0: uh
1: it is way too fucking long yeah <laughs> yeah way too long uh like a solid hour you could have cut a full hour out of that oh, movie that's
0: wild yeah
2: so. yeah you definitely could have trimmed it up a little bit that's why i was like anybody who has to edit that movie into like an r-rated cut i'm like man god god help you
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i uh i'm really glad i paid to see it though because it's at like seven and a half million dollars that it's made on a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget yeah. so we're gonna get a lot more uh i think low budget horror movies which is always good yeah it's been so
0: profitable but, yeah, it was not a fun time. Yeah, I remember, I remember like, <laughs> Terrifier, I feel like with it being, like, such a low-budget movie, especially the first one, mm. like, I mean, it looks, like, everything looks really good. Like, what it, what these low-budget directors are able to do with it, like, mm-hmm. even when you're talking about, um, like, X and Pearl and stuff, it, yeah. you know, um, I feel like it's, like, that is great for cinema because I think it, it kind of there are certain things I guess should be like fucking 75 million dollar movies, but most things shouldn't be. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. like horror, I think excels a lot of times when, you know, you have to push against that thing to fifty thousand dollars Yeah.
1: The constraints are what make
0: good horror. A lot
1: of the times. like evil dead one and two are good. Cause they had no money. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they, they had to just figure it out. Like they just invented stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we have like, was it the the Raimi board? Is that what they call it? Like where the the scene where they're running through the woods with the camera? Like, yeah, there's so yeah. much stuff that they just figured yeah. out and invented. Yeah.
2: They even uh, did that in the new Doctor Strange. And I was like, ha um,
0: ha. <laughs> yeah. Of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he 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 uh, I mean, I love Sam Ramy, but it does definitely feel like I mean, I guess I could say this even as like a quote unquote musician. It's like you feel like you learn a couple tricks and you're just like, that's me for the next like 50 years. You know, you're like. I learned the scale and I'm just going to use it in every song, you know, that that's what it kind of feels like with like Sam Raimi. Um, you know, it's like, he's just gonna keep doing it. But I, but I also love the idea that he was able to do it. Even yeah. if I'm not a hundred percent that like everything landed in the new Dr. Strange, it's sort of like those little glimpses. I'm like, aha, you know, like this yeah. is what I want more. I want those like chances, you know, like, Agreed. uh, which I think, I don't know. I don't, I, when I say I want those chances, I'm starting to also think about Halloween ends. Uh, we can wait to get there, but I, th- I had more time to think about it from the last time. Um and now
1: you, you love it now. Now you're excited for his exorcist because he's no. filming the exorcist right now. Oh yeah. That's an exorcist
0: right. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh... Well, I guess so. Oh, I guess I already brought us into it. So let, <laughs> let me, okay. So I watched that movie And uh, I watched Halloween Ends, and then I was like, I don't know, like, what the fuck? And then I was like, you know what I should do is I should sit down and watch, like, all four of them. Because that includes the first uh, Halloween and then the three. And it's like, what conversation does this series believe that it has and doesn't have it? And I feel like when I was done with the four, really just trying not to think of any other Halloween movies for whatever reason, I feel like there is a cohesive story that it's telling about, like, the people of Haddonfield. Like, kind of, like, how grief or, like... And it's, like, it's not even if it lands completely, but I do think that it's, like, it feels that they had a vision of, like, what this whole series would look like as a self-contained thing, but it gets really distracting when you're thinking of all these other elements of Halloween. So that's why I just kind of sat down and, like, watched them all together in it. I don't know if it necessarily makes like Halloween ends good. It just kind of feels like there's things that it kind of was referencing back to the first one that I feel like it is doing that I think are hard to realize when you're just like thinking about that movie as a whole, but a movie should work as one yeah. movie, you know? So that's where it gets really, inter- like really hard. It almost feels like a TV show when you watch it that way. And that it kind of feels like, you I mean you didn't really you didn't care about Lori Strode and the you didn't know to really care in that way. So in that sense yeah. of like if you think of twelve Halloween movies and you're like, who the fuck is Corey? You're correct. <laughs> you yeah. know? But if you think about it in the sense of almost a callback to the first, but also kind of a, you know, response to Michael Myers, it it's it's interesting. And even if things like that don't land, I feel like I appreciate that. I guess it feels like they kind of said a fuck you to fandom or just like they wanted to actually do their (laughs) own thing. Um, And so I'm I'm, I feel like I'll give something a little bit more like leeway when it wants to be something different, even if it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's honestly, that's my favorite thing about horror. And I think because I literally year round, I watch a horror movie every single day. Just yeah. always have. Like yeah. I watch that before I go to bed. That's my normal thing because I'm looking for something that can show me something I haven't seen before or make me feel something that other movies can't. And horror to me is a genre, the, the genre that can do that in ways that other genres can't. Like yeah. even if the movie's terrible, I think the first terrifier is a bad movie, but that upside down kills one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. And no, I've seen a, a piece lot of the new one <laughs> in the, yeah. the bedroom.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. That like I felt like I wanted to take a shower after that.
1: Yeah. That was uh, that was pretty intense. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But like that's what I'm looking for. I want you to show me something, and I don't care what. Uh, I don't want them to think about how people react to it. Like, hey, you want to show me something? Just show it to me. Or if you want to try something, if you want to be experimental, I've been watching a lot of Gaspar Noe stuff recently. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and like I recently rewatched uh, Enter the Void. And it's like two hours and 40 minutes. It's all POV. A lot of it is overhead shots of a guy's soul flying over the city of J- Tokyo. Like yeah. it's difficult to watch, but like mm-hmm. that is his vision that he wanted to make that movie for 20 years. So like, it doesn't really matter if I enjoy it or not. Like he executed it in a way that literally no one else could and made a movie that I don't think I'll ever see anything like that again. Uh so I can appreciate it on that. Even if that movie just like fucks me up and makes me really depressed. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I I, th- I think I see that with, I mean, I feel like I'm, I've always kind of been drawn to horror. Uh, and also sometimes I feel like, you know, maybe like going back to like evil dad and stuff, it's like sometimes horror movies can be funnier than like any comedy ever. Oh is, yeah. You know? And so that's mm-hmm. like, you know, the dark humor of it or even just straight up humor like lands in a way that, you know, punchline comedy just doesn't hit for me. And a lot of times uh, so it's you know, it's feels like a a genre that's still like experimental in a weird way, even if we're talking about a Blumhouse movie, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, even if it's formulaic, yeah, they, they still have so much they can play with in ways that a drama can't touch
2: yeah Yeah. and yes uh where i'm trying to remember where were we um who knows i'm not at any of this okay Uh, um i'll do a i'll talk i'll run through my other ones really quickly um i did watch uh graduation day so speaking of another slasher um that movie has uh two notable faces in it at least that i saw um which were uh vanna white who okay. was like, like I, I took me a second to recognize her, and I was just like, "What are you doing here?" Um, and then the other one was uh, Linnea Quigley, who was, um, for those who listening were like, "Who the fucks that?" I'd be like, first off, uh, shame on you, and Quicks second off.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: of course, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, she's been in a ton of films. I mean, she was in *Night of the Demons*, *Return*, most famously *Return of the Living Dead*. Um, she's like a a. a, a great great scream queen Mm -hmm. um and she's pretty good in here apparently she wasn't originally supposed to be in the film which is why that spoiler alert but whatever when later on you see her severed head apparently it was a model uh head of the actress that she replaced (laughs) because it took me a second i was just like wait who the fuck is that and i was like oh okay okay (laughs) um but the graduation day it's it is a little slow um the first half I thought was pretty, uh, was pretty, it was almost bordering on nap inducing, to be honest. Um, but I think once the body count starts, uh, things do get a little more interesting. I feel like the killer reveal was a little disappointing, but um, I can't hate on any slasher which has a guy pole vaulting accidentally onto a bed of spikes. Um, I, I was like, okay, I was kind of like, okay, uh, first off, how did you not notice that? But whatever you know it was kind of fun um it is better than your average slasher um it's not as fun as something like happy birthday to me um or even terrifier too which like i guess that i enjoyed more um but you know it's not gonna be for everybody but we already talked about that um i also watched uh
0: i re-watched rather um
2: have either of y'all seen popcorn from 1991
0: I no. actually haven't seen it, but I've always been. It's another movie that I've been really intrigued by the uh, the movie poster for it.
2: Yeah, I remember I saw the movie poster going through like, you know, like just blockbuster video like that. And I was just like, this is fucking bizarre. I was like, well, how does this work? Um, but it's a really fun film. I had not seen it since uh, I first watched it for the marathon a number of years ago. Um, And I really, really enjoy it. It's very much uh, a love letter to horror about kids who basically want to do a horror marathon in like an old abandoned theater and somebody gets in there and starts killing them. Um, It is deceptively very funny. And Mm -hmm. it also kind of pseudo meta without being super, without being super meta. Uh, The lead actress, her most famous, this was probably the biggest thing she ever did besides Brad Pitt hey um <laughs> sorry it, it's it's really what she's known for unfortunately is this Angelina story.
1: Jolie yeah,
2: it's, did you watch Gia uh uh Jill Sholin I think was her name um but oh
0: okay
2: um but yeah like in but she, the movie's still really entertaining um it's streaming currently on Shudder, I believe. I was hoping um, you were just
0: going to say 2B for like all yeah. of these.
2: <laughs> it, you know, honestly, you know what? It could be on 2B for as well, yeah. as far as I know. Um, and uh, what else did it do? There's a couple other, a couple other flicks on there as well. Um, I watched, and I was not aware that apparently this year uh, that I decided to jump over to TV for a little bit. I watched the original Halloween Town, which I'd never seen before. And, and uh, that apparently was i think by the time that premiered on tv i was like deep into my like if it's not anime or vi- hyper shit i don't fucking care um yeah it's basically like angsty and angry um yeah. and this one i thought it was pretty cute um if i'd had kids i probably would have a different feeling um but it's got um god what's her face um carrie fisher's mother uh debbie reynolds thank you yes wow. i feel terrible not remembering that yeah, but she's
0: gonna hear this
2: yeah uh from beyond the grave you never know um but <laughs> it it's the time it's, of year yeah but it is it's pretty cute i mean like not all the humor really landed for me but again i'm a 37 year old man watching a made for tv disney movie <laughs> yeah so i'm like what did you expect dude
0: yeah i remember like liking it for what it was i sometimes around uh Sometimes around Halloween, I feel like I can sneak in a few like of those because my wife doesn't like get like a lot of joy from watching, you know, uh, even like, you know, like I don't, any horror movie, really. I mean, it kind of has to be more kind of on the comedy. end. she did uh, say we should watch Barbarian. And I was like. I don't know if you, you know, but I'm like, there is a lot of funny elements. So I'm like, I'm like, I was like, I will, I would love to rewatch it. You know, I'm just letting you know, it might cause you a lot of anxiety. So, you know, if you want to, I want you to do that. (laughs) But you know, like, yeah. So stuff like Halloween town, like definitely is like an easy sell. And you know, I kind of feel like I'm fulfilling whatever kind of compulsion we have during October. Like it's, I don't know, probably need to talk to my therapist about it. Like we don't have to watch (laughs) horror movies, especially since like you were saying, Zach. I just watch horror movies all year round. I don't yeah. have to do it in October, but I mean, we're here talking about watching horror movies in October, so of course uh, we all have the compulsion uh, to do that. So, yeah, I don't. I liked Halloween Town. I I won't. Yeah, say the I same mean, I thought it was anymore. fine. It was cute. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. I watched uh, Hocus Pocus two, which I, I know you watched. I did. Um, I I'm trying. I was trying to like compare it mentally to Hocus Pocus, but it's been so long that I've seen it so I don't really know how it holds up so I feel like nostalgia can do like weird things with your mind and it's like might be as technically bad like I mean it's you know so it might be bad on a family level that I don't want to like give it to I don't want to like slag it too hard because I feel like it's like it's a different thing you know but it was it was kind of weird to watch it parts because they just start singing and I'm like was the first the musical they
2: did that in the original they did oh, okay. um i think they put uh i'll I put a it.
0: spell
1: on you is yeah that
2: the, yeah yeah they're just like here bet go crazy yeah this
1: is what you do yes
0: <laughs> yeah Man. but but they're not like musicals i mean i guess i know that because i you know but it was so it was kind of weird i was like oh they sing in this shit you know like i you know i've seen hocus pocus <laughs> like once <laughs>
2: Did you yeah. write that down in your notes? Ah, oh, they sing in this
0: shit. It's the yeah.
2: only note he has. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, it it seemed like I mean, I wonder who it's for because it's like I don't know. I guess it's for people our age. I I don't know. I'm like, what is who's tuning in for Hocus Pocus two? But it could be really think, huge on streaming. So I, I think
1: know. like thirty to forty year olds is oh. the key <laughs> demo for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like. My wife sat down to watch it with my kids, and my my ten year old had no interest. He left the (laughs) room. Okay,
0: that's that's kind of what I mean. Uh, I'm I'm saying that. And then like like,
1: my six year old sat and she watched it, but that's because it was a witch movie and we had candy, so like easy to please. But any kid beyond like six or seven, I don't think it's gonna hold their interest because like you you said, there's no nostalgic (laughs) tie to Mm -hmm. to hook them in for it. But she just like
2: meh after it's over?
1: yeah the, she immediately switched and started watching a different movie like didn't want to talk about it had no comments just moved yeah. on
0: yeah that's a, that's kind of what i mean like it's like sometimes these things that are created for kids don't feel like they're actually for kids they're for people that were kids and they're sort of like remembering a the thing they liked as a kid yeah And that's what it feels like a lot of like family entertainment is nowadays like i am probably lifting something uh Like Amy from unspooled kind of mentioned something like that. She feels she was saying that she feels like a lot of uh, kid content like Star Wars is kind of Mm -hmm. kid content, but it's not really made for kids anymore. And the people commenting like, you know, like you're ruining my childhood, but it's like you're 47 years old, like chill the fuck out, (laughs) you know, like and it's like it's not even for the kids that they think they're creating it for or even are we trying to do that i mean maybe that's a bigger conversation
1: yeah i i think star wars is objectively bad because it is for children it's derivative he ripped off kurosawa and everybody else who was making good movies to make his version of of what they did and just put it in space but it worked because we all saw it when we were like seven years old and we had never seen anything like it so it was the coolest thing we'd ever seen yeah there's that nostalgic tie and like my son will play a Star Wars video game all day long. He's never seen one of the movies. He has zero interest in watching oh, wow. a Star Wars movie. Yeah, He's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think it is. A, and that's like sometimes when you, I feel like we say these things, like people are like, well, you're an asshole or like, you know, why, why do you have to be so critical? But it's like kind of like going into these things that are like heralded as like high, high content. Mm-hmm. and it's like nah it's basically on the level of like david lynch's dune like accept it for that yeah you know like it. it's fine that it's that like we're talking mm-hmm. about these movies that are like you know we're talking about mutilator like we understand what these camp elements can be and somehow in our mind we've made the original star wars which is kind of what everyone's kind of referencing this high art that it never was like yeah. it's a version of like be B serial tv stuff then you've made it into like you build it out in your mind which actually is the strength of the thing Mm -hmm. and made it into like unfuckwithable like it's like the bible you know yeah (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it's yeah it gets really weird like it's like maybe harry potter sucks and maybe you actually like it and that's fine
1: yeah i like plenty of stuff that's bad that is objectively bad
0: and And i don't feel
1: like I don't like the term like guilty pleasure like movies or guilty pleasure bands because like if you like it you like it who gives a yeah. shit yeah uh, Star Wars is bad I like Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I could watch Hit- Hidden Fortress and get a good version of what the first Star Wars movie is but I yeah. would rather watch Star Wars than Hidden Fortress
0: well so. like I've t- I've had people that are huge Star Wars fan be like aren't the Star Trek movies bad and I'm like yeah there's a scene where they're camping. And they have, like, levitation (laughs) boots, and they're singing, like, row, row, row your boat. But that's, like, what I want sci-fi to be sometimes. Like, I want William Shatner, or I want, like, uh, Spock to fight a punk on a bus, like, on Star Trek 4. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I, I like that. I like that it's that. And then it's, like, but it's, like, you say that. Like, I I feel like a Star Wars fan will say, like, Star Trek movies are bad. Mm Mm-hmm. But then there's the Return of the Jedi scene with like you know the the, the cool cool guy the uh rich uh yeah, the uh, fucking blue guy band thing oh yeah you know? um and <laughs> blue, it's like the blue is,
2: guy
1: band
0: <laughs> you know it's like this is the same thing you know I'm gonna I'm gonna feel really bad because I'm gonna remember his name um but he looks... you can edit it in you can always edit it in. yeah his name look. is his name is like lord nifnar for whatever the fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that's... That, that's exactly right uh no notes um <laughs> you know, but i don't know we're gonna you know too far into it um but to mention something that you said um ryan so linnea quigley actually watched a movie that had her in it she's in this movie called jacko and oh I, yeah, I, yeah. You were talking about that. Yeah, I went to I went to the local. There's a local independent theater, uh, independent picture house in Charlotte. They're a nonprofit theater, and they had q and A Q&A session with an actress from it and the guy who played the Jacko character. He's like a pumpkin, you know. Um, and so that guy actually lives in Charlotte, but he worked for like this B movie company, and he made like three movies. But he was the titular Jacko, so you got to do a Q&A with him afterwards. Uh, but yeah, Linnea Quigley was like the biggest actual star in it. There were some bigger stars in it, like John Carradine was in it, but he had already died, so they just edited him into it. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> and uh, But it's a movie that was made for like, uh, I think I think it was actually made for 25000 Technically, you could maybe say 50000 because of like post-production and marketing but he was like i was we were given as a uh you know as a production twenty five thousand to make it so you know that's the type of movie it is and linnea quigley was in it you know so so yeah uh
2: if so, you're hearing this yeah. linnea i would love to have you on i don't know what we could talk about but um you
0: like you like stuff uh
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: I, I actually thought that she passed away, and I, I feel like if she ever hears this, she won't, but um, I apologize. <laughs> I thought she passed away, but, you know, because I even thought that while watching the movie, I was like, man, she is like an icon of this era so bummed she passed away and I just Googled it and she's very much alive. So <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, I think she still does the con circuit too. I think so
0: <laughs> So sorry about that. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. Continue on your lister of Zach, if okay. you, you know have more to interject. Okay. Oh no, keep going. Okay. Um, so I also was going to say, mm-hmm. I did
2: not, I did my yearly trials of horror watch or so I thought, because apparently, mm-hmm. um, the Simpsons did, I guess, like a two-parter this year of sorts. So they, they have um, one standalone separate episode, which is a parody of uh, Stephen mm-hmm. King's It, more specifically the 2017 adaptation. Um, it's called uh, Not It, wacka wacka. Wow. Um, um, it's fine. I mean, by modern standard, by modern Simpson standards, it's perfectly serviceable. Um, poor Julie Kavner just sounds like she is just ready to fall over at some point on and just tear off her tear of her larynx. Well, um, or
0: maybe they're, um, obviously disinterested, but very ready <laughs> to cash their check. So maybe not willing to pull out their hair. Cause I think even if you have a bad job, but it pays well, you might be like, yeah, you know, yeah, you're not doing your best, but you're not hating Yeah. But they apparently, um,
2: I think it might be airing tonight, but they were doing another, I guess, proper Treehouse of Horror tonight uh, that will hopefully pop up on streaming sometime relatively soon. And um, that one is apparently going to contain, I don't know if you've seen the images of it or not, a Death Note parody. Oh. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, you know what? Apparently they contacted the... St- For those who don't know what Death Note is, Death Note is an anime and manga based around a kid who comes into possession of a book that essentially basically more or less makes him the grim reaper and like he can write somebody's name down in this write how they die and they will die so like mr Um, harrigan's phone ah shit (laughs) um man maybe you're right fuck But but he does but he does find um like he does end up being pursued by by a uh faceless detective so to say because as long as he knows what you look like then you know he can kill you but if he doesn't know what you look like you know then you're fucked so you yeah. can't just write down somebody's name in there and be kind of like okay uh that's like if you, you couldn't write our face our names down in a death note because you don't know what the fuck you can't tell who any of us are even after right. listening to the podcast yeah, you, you know what tell. we look like um yeah. but apparently it contains a parody of that including to the point where apparently they got the people who worked on the original anime to come in i guess and animate for this segment which i thought was kind of rad but as an air just yet it could end up being fucking terrible i don't know um but you watch new simpsons i've tried to um couldn't (laughs) i i couldn't get into it and um after levi uh funk reminded us about like you know when are they gonna cancel it when are they gonna stop it and i'm like
0: yeah, I know. I agree no, with cancel you. Cancel Culture's got another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's okay. So if you do still watch The Simpsons, I'd, I'd like to know um, if you're like, I watch it every week because it's not even really shade because for some reason I will watch SNL when a new episode comes up and I feel like it's never good. I'm looking at my phone most of the time, but I'm probably going to keep watching it until they just stop making them. Mm-hmm. So it's just a I have to I've invested this much time, you know. Right. So. I'll I'll
2: throw in two more as well before we uh uh mercifully get away from me, um which is um Werewolf by Night which I was very surprised by how much I liked that and I'm very burned out on MCU superhero whatever um just don't care anymore really, uh but this felt like they gave the people behind it a little more creative freedom. It felt like they were like, you know, we're let's go buck wild. We don't want to just have just another generic, you know, superhero, whatever. Um, it played out very much in the vein of like an old black and white, maybe almost like sort of hammer-ish horror uh inspiration. Uh, it also does feature a a cameo from one of my favorite Marvel uh monsters, who I actually was not expecting to see in this, yeah. uh, but it is a surprisingly fun in my opinion uh like 45 50 minutes long. You can watch it without having any familiarity with any of that any of the movies, any of the shows. It is basically standalone and uh it's on Disney Plus, you know. Give it a whirl if any of you uh are interested. Um it's also reasonably bloody too even yeah, though it it's, you know, yeah, it's like even though it's shown in black and white, um it is uh shockingly violent. <laughs>
0: Yeah, especially for like it being Disney, because I thought the whole conversations are like they want to kind of make everything PG-13. And there could also be a trick with that. It is bloody. I mean, there is blood, so I don't know if maybe the whole black and white kind of helps with the idea of censors and
1: stuff. You can get around ratings that way, because that's why the scene in the first Kill Bill goes black and white. I was about to mention, yeah. When he fights the Crazy 88,
0: because it was
1: bloody, it got him an NC-17, so they switched it to black and white.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I also did enjoy Werewolf by Night. Um, I do think it's funny that they kept the character being named uh, Jack Russell. Yeah, I think which always drove funniest, me nuts. <laughs> it is the funniest fucking <laughs> thing that a werewolf is named Jack Russell. Also, the fact that it's... Uh, I, I don't want to mess up the pronunciation of this guy's name. Uh, Gail Garcia Bernal, is that how you say it? Maybe I didn't. Uh, Everyone, Yeah, it. I believe so. Um, But, like, he, I mean, it's funny to also think of him being named Jack Russell. Like, you know, know, it's just like, I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. But that's the best parts of, like, Hammer Horror and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. It's like everything doesn't have to completely line up. And also, like, I wanted more when it was done, but also I think that's a good feeling, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, I was like, this could have been a movie, but then I'm like, wait, but that kind of takes away, you know, cause you know, it'd be fucking two hours and like it being 52 minutes was great. And so they'd like, be, and they'd be throwing yeah. like a whole bunch of like forced awkward humor like, Oh, he's behind me now, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of funny stuff in there. Like the whole thing of like the, um, Ulysses bloodstone being like in kind of animated, uh, like you know, puppet type thing because that's how we wanted yeah. to be. He, he looked like uh like one of the props that I saw in like this Halloween maze I went into a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was pretty funny. Cause I mean, the, yeah. it's, it, that's the effect that it's trying to give in them and yeah. the special, I guess we can't right. really call it a movie. Yeah. Um, and I, so I think it succeeded. And also those little elements of like the bloodstone actually being in color, like being in red. And that's the only thing. And uh, that's not in black and white. I thought it was yeah. fun. And I've heard people yeah. say that that guy should direct blade. Um, I would hope that blade Ooh. isn't that stylized, but I do think that he would be a good director for it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, um, and then the last thing I'll talk about, uh, well, there's two things actually I'll talk about. One was, um, I watched a, uh, Looney Tunes shorts called, um, uh, Invasion of the Bunny Snatchers. I don't know if, cool. uh, <laughs> either of you have seen that. um, it's a not so obviously you know subtle uh dig and parody of um the invasion of the body snatchers and it's bugs bunny all of the other tunes that he interacts with on a daily basis get replaced by doppelgangers who are like unusually nice to him and are like we don't want to hurt you we love you
0: that's great and
2: uh there's a scene where it has a very weird cl- i don't know what the name of this animation technique is or I don't know it's a technique as much as it's just a choice but when they zoom up on a cartoon but they actually have like a person's mouth on top of it instead of an actual like <laughs> it's um it's very it's very very strange but very funny um but my uh last film i'll talk about before i uh be like i said let everyone go to their other things is this movie will probably end up if i had to make an unofficial top five i think for this month this will definitely be in the top five um have either of you seen hatching
0: no i saw no, that not yet yeah, I saw that you had posted about that. I was interested um, in it, but yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, so without giving too much away, um, it's a movie from Finland, which I don't remember the last time
2: I saw a Finnish movie, uh, much less a horror movie. Are they but... usually unfinished? <laughs> <sighs> I,
1: uh, I I gotta go. Uh, I got I got some I got some stuff I gotta take care of. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Um. Anyway you josh <laughs> <laughs> anyway so this movie from finland um mm-hmm. is basically about a sort of very like like it's, it's a very 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 uh cliched you know like happy loving family like the mother the mom's a social media influencer cool. and yeah raises she dad is like this like He's almost sort of like I guess if you could make uh, Jerry Smith from Rick and Morty uh like maybe not such a complete piece of shit but still sort of like delusional in a way.
1: It's um, starting to sound a lot like my own household. Ooh, <laughs> well, yeah, <it> really. Yeah. <laughs> well, um
2: well basically else and then there's also two kids and there's like the one little Whoa. the little the little boy is kind of a little asshole um but the daughter is more You're or less common. The, do- the the daughter is more or less basically, you could tell she's not exactly probably as happy as she'd like to be. Um, she's basically being forced into a gymnastics competition by her mom because her mom really wants her to do well. But she's kind of like, I don't really know if I like this or not. Um, but one day, um, a crow accidentally gets into the house and they catch the crow. And she's like, oh, and the mom catches the crow. And she's like, okay, and this, I don't know if this is really spoiling too much, but uh, she catches the crow, and instead of taking it outside, the mom snaps its neck. And uh, they say, okay, okay, just go get rid of it, dispose of it. So they throw the crow in the trash, and uh, you find out that it's, later on, it's not dead. And in fact, actually, the daughter has to basically go and find out, you know, find the the body, basically find the body. She has to find the bird, and she feeling very guilty that this thing is clearly like not doing well puts it out of its misery and finds that its egg now is without a mother she takes the egg in and decides i'm gonna raise it i'm gonna keep it warm you know to you know i feel horrible you know we did what we did um and let's just say that things get very weird from there because this egg hatches into something that you do not expect it to turn into at all this movie did not unfold the way I thought it was going to at all. It is very creepy. It's body horror mixed with like I saw a lot of elements in there from like ginger snaps, um, invasion of the body snatchers, E.T. in a weird, weird roundabout way. Um, it is it's very much, and actually, you could do this as a um as a double feature with something like ginger snaps because there's a lot of not so subtle uh there are a lot of not so subtle metaphors in there about like becoming a woman and about kind of, you know, branching out into your own and, you know, becoming a little bit more mature. Um, It is intensely creepy. uh, Very, very creative. And it's only like an hour and 25 minutes long. Um, I had no idea who this director was. Apparently I think this was, might've been her, her first feature, but I'm very glad to see that there's another new name out there for women's horror and uh i would highly recommend people check this out it's on hulu um and uh yeah i mean uh one of the best movies i've seen so far this month uh it's uh got really
0: weird <laughs> i'll just say it yeah. like that.
1: And have you, that have either of you seen lamb because it kind of sounds like um, lamb the icelandic not, movie not, not just I've
0: been, yet i've been meaning to that's kind of been <laughs> been eyeing that yeah, I will say that um, if you don't like cruelty to animals,
2: this does have a couple of moments in here which are pretty, uh, pretty rough.
1: <laughs> and if you do like it, just stop listening. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, don't want you listening to the show. <laughs> yeah. You can, uh, you can, you
2: can still subscribe to our Patreon. We'll take your money.
1: Yeah, just at least five listen. stars. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And Zach, does uh, this still feel like your home life? <sighs>
1: due to legal implications i don't know if i can answer that <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> you can quit you can
2: put it think you should leave it say it's illegal for you to ask me
1: that <laughs> no my uh, my daughter's the happiest person i've ever met so that's where you lost me mm.
0: um, oh, wow. yeah and uh is there uh, my dumb american question is can i watch it in english so you cannot
2: um, but apparently when I started it up, I was really confused because it only has an option for two audio versions. Uh, there is finish and then there is caption for um, for like the heart of seeing, like, you know, for the blind. Like so I turned on it said like opening credits come in, you know, you know, light shines above, you know, par- like happy like a family. I was like, I know. I'm looking right at them <laughs> and uh, I, I was like, to I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, is this part of the movie? And then it's like, no, it's only available in Finnish or in that version.
1: In audio uh, description. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Audio description. Yeah. That's, that's the more proper way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so far I think that along with opera have been probably my two favorite movies I've watched this month so far. And uh, yeah, it's, we'll see. I mean, I'm going to close out, um, this month was two films, one which is going to be barbarian tonight. So I'm sorry that I couldn't have contributed to this earlier. But my final movie, I'm very intrigued uh, to finally watch is Altered States. OK,
0: yeah, that's a good one.
2: Yeah. yeah, I've heard that movie is simultaneously the greatest excuse to do drugs and to not do drugs.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure yet what it's. I feel like when you think of like Requiem for a Dream, that's like, oh, that's is kind of an anti drug movie. Um but yeah, Altered States, I'm not really sure what it's advocating for. Uh but that's kind of <laughs> neat. I like Altered States. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um thinking about well yeah, so we can't really talk about Barbarian. Uh, other I than t- just I uh, could go
1: watch it. Just everybody take, should watch it. Don't I could read take anything. off
0: I could take off my headphones
2: if you want to talk about it. And then you like go like this is the camera. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think in. we
0: should. I feel like if if you if you're thinking about watching it, I guess because I wouldn't want to give anything away because i think it has a lot of neat uh twists and turns i think it's also interesting that it was uh what, written and directed by a guy that was in uh whitest kids you know yeah uh, zach Krager
2: yeah because yeah. what else is uh, he did another film that miss early... march
0: yeah. yeah yeah man so
1: i think i might be the only person alive who has seen both of his films in the theater So (laughs) I didn't didn't see Ms. March
0: in theater, but I will say, uh, I feel like I remember liking it and I feel like people tell me it's really bad, but I'm like, nah, I remember it being really funny.
1: So my wife and I saw it, I think like right after we got married, uh, we'd only been married a couple months and like, we, we didn't have jobs. So we just like go to the movies during the day. Uh, And there were lines from that movie that we quoted for years, like, (laughs) we would just say horse dick dot mpeg for no reason <laughs> just because it's so funny
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's interesting because i think he like co-directed uh miss march um yeah so, with trevor yeah yeah and so like seeing feeling elements of that i feel like they're you know the, his humor kind of shines through i can feel it but also like it feeling like it it achieved both horror and comedy probably more on the horror thing, but it does have some like funny moments that, yeah. you know, um, catch you yeah. completely off guard. Yeah. 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 It, it's yeah. It is like a, a, the opposite effect. It's like when there's a good comedy moment, it feels like it's like, it's almost like a jump scare kind of thing. Yeah. Cause you're like, yeah. I didn't expect that, you know? And so, yeah, it's a great movie. Like I think, you know, I I kind of wonder, like I'm like, if this movie keeps kind of gaining in popularity, I wonder if we'll see like people kind of being like, you know, it actually wasn't good, and you know, I'm like, nah. Yeah, like, I saw you I saw people doing that with Hereditary, and I was
2: like, I don't oh, yeah. fucking, I was like, I don't fucking like you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no,
1: Ari Aster gets that a lot now, uh, and Alex Garland gets it a lot. Yeah, and, and Min is, I think, my favorite movie of the year. I I oh, love that movie so yeah. much. I saw it in the theater three times uh, in, the, wow. in of two weeks. Cause like I saw it and I was like, I immediately need to see this again. Um, and then I've watched it multiple times since then. Like I absolutely love it, but people shit all over it. Uh, yeah. Cause they don't understand what he's saying.
0: <laughs> I feel like what's interesting about Alex Garland is that I feel like, I, I don't know if I really loved men, but I feel like I want there to these type of movies to exist. So like mm-hmm. it's like, no one else, and that has like like it feels like a sci-fi element that they don't really explain. But I love that yeah. about it. And like, it's like I don't need the explanation, and I just want movies like this to continue to exist. So I will say I don't, I didn't love it. But mm-hmm. if if it's almost like I want to lie and say I loved it, so that yeah. people keep making <laughs> keep making like, it, yeah. yeah, stuff like that, because it's better than a failed attempt that way. I guess that's a common theme that we're saying, yeah. like it's much better than not.
1: Yeah, because the last 15 minutes of that movie, no one has ever seen anything like that before. Like, whatever you think about it, that last 15, like the first time I saw it, a guy walked out. Like, he just, (laughs) he got angry and left the theater, which to me is like the best (laughs) compliment. Uh, Hereditary is another movie that that happened. Like, the, uh, the telephone pole part. This woman got up. She goes, "Oh fuck no!" and she walks out of the theater. And just never came back.
2: <laughs> okay, so quick shout out to uh uh Patty on Twitter because apparently she watched that for the mm-hmm. first time.
0: <laughs> I saw her tweet. So I was just like, "Oh God!" I Prepare to be hurt. Yeah. Did, did Patty say? <laughs> I wonder. Patty also said, "Like a fuck now," uh, or you know. I think she that, said. Tr-
1: I think uh, her first tweet after saying "now watching" was. Uh, something about Charlie, and then what is this movie?
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I guess. Uh. So uh, my kind of wrap up of the month. Um, yeah, I'm sorry it took so much time, guys. No, Please good. feel free to no, talk about. So. This is your series. We're just your co-host. Oh. And so I, I, for some reason, decided to try and go through as many Children of the Corn movies. God uh, help yeah. you. Well, yeah. thank, thank you uh, to Mark uh, for helping me get those. And so if you're listening, Mark. Because there's a 10, right? A possible 11? There, there's going to be a point where I drop off, and I think it might be, I think I'm up to, I'm up, I watched two, three, and four. And I think I'm going to drop off after six. Uh, mm-hmm. Isaac's return um i don't really see that there's going to be any point for me to it almost feels like they kept rebooting and after that and i don't think i need that i feel yeah. like at least even if it's a dumb story i feel like they're telling different stories through these mm-hmm. sequels so far yeah and i think isaac's return might be the last time that happens yeah i think the last
2: one i saw from that was um there was a children of the corn movie that was directed by um uh john Gulliger, the guy who did feast the guy who won a uh, project runway and i was like
0: what how did you get here yeah. um but so that's anyway. a more recent one then yeah and
2: that one actually got the same actor who played um uh malachi to come back i believe
0: yeah yeah so uh, the one so part two actually part three i believe has uh charlie first movie that she's in. And it's funny because they just flash to her face <laughs> and she's like, no one, but it's so funny. Cause it's just like someone you really know. I thought you were going to
2: say it flashed to her face. And she was like, I don't want to be seen here. <laughs> <is tough>. and, <laughs> <off
1: yeah>.
0: <laughs> and then the fourth one has, uh, the lead actress is Naomi Watts. Um, so that's like interesting. I mean, like a lot of these people and there's also one of the actors is the doctor in murder. She wrote, uh, so kind of like seeing, you know, people that you kind of think of in a different way, like in movies like this mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. You also have like good actors in these things, these movies that are <laughs> like, why are you in children of the corn part four? But they weren't like who they've become. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So that, that, yeah, one,
1: like, uh, DiCaprio's in, what is he in the th- second or third critters? Third. Critters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: The fourth one has Angela
0: Bassett, which I'm like, oh, fucking yeah. hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. So, yeah, so, Zach, any uh, any last any last thoughts before we kill you?
1: Uh, yeah, I uh, highly recommend Midnight Club on Netflix. It's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of like an anthology. It's all these kids that are terminal with cancer uh, yeah. in, like, a hospice, and then they get together at midnight and tell stories. Oh, uh, that sounds cool so it's really good if you like mike flanagan stuff it's mike flanagan so oh nice you'll cry at some point that's just the way it works uh i've also been watching a lot of argento stuff so i watched tenebrae and suspiria recently there's a really good synapse 4k release of tenebrae if anybody likes physical media it yeah i need to pick that up i heard it's really good it's unbelievable uh, super expensive but it's unbelievable <laughs> uh, it's fine
2: i i can i can put off eating actual yeah. food for like a month so
1: yeah i i think there's three thousand total or something like that that they oh. made so it'll sell out uh that got me gone, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> that got me going on uh, like a giallo kick so i watched the possessed and the fifth chord mm-hmm. a couple things like that uh rewatched enter the void uh, i did watch the first children of the corn
0: last week okay. i so. feel like that's a good movie from yeah. my memory It is. It's good.
1: Uh, And then I watched Dashcam. Uh, It's on Hulu. I've heard very mixed things about that. Um, Uh, So it's Rob Savage. He did Host, which is like the Zoom movie came out. Which I like. I like that movie. Uh, It's fucking wild. Uh, (laughs) It is, to me, very similar to Barbarian, where it starts out as kind of one thing. uh, You don't like the protagonist, and then it just goes off the rails. A lot of fun. It's super short. It I think it's like 80, 80 yeah, minutes it's or something. Eighty
0: minutes. I haven't seen that. Um, Twelve minutes of that are the end credits
1: where okay. she freestyles everyone's uh, in the production's name. Because uh, like the the setup Wait, for it, is, the setup for it is that the actress uh, is a musician and she's playing herself, like a a weird version of herself, and she does this live uh, show from her car where she drives around and people give her suggestions and she freestyles oh, okay. uh so the end of the movie she does that for like 12 straight minutes of every single person on the production team so the actual movie is an hour long uh oh, okay. hmm. really great way to spend an hour nice um and then cabinet of curiosities which is the new guillermo del toro mm-hmm. show
2: that's on my watch list
1: netflix i'm three episodes in it's great uh they just let directors do whatever they wanted I've heard episode seven is like the one to watch that it's absolutely outstanding. It's the guy that did uh beyond the black rainbow and Mandy. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, black, uh, I don't remember his name. Panos. Panos Cosmatos. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. one. Uh, so he did one of them and it apparently it's amazing. Hmm. So working my way through that. Nice.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, what are y'all dressing up for, for Halloween? That is probably tomorrow when we dropped this. Um, I have to work. So, so you're um, going to be a dog biscuit.
2: Uh, well, if I finally get bitten, I'll know why. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I I didn't have a time, unfortunately, to prepare a costume this year. I had like three different things in mind. I um, originally was going to be uh, the uh, Brian's hat guy from I think you should leave. But like the fedora with the flaps in
1: the back. The oh, yeah. <laughs> you you got to have dice in your pocket.
2: Yeah um and um shockingly hard to find a uh black fedora in a store and uh or at least if i, I went into like two different targets and i was like where the f-? i was like there was like straw hats and there was like berets and i was like you don't have fucking fedoras here
1: well it's because only one guy can pull it off
0: oh yeah that's true <laughs> yeah um, my friend uh busted, who said that <laughs> my friend busted the uh, blood vessels in his eye and so he was trying to find an eye patch And uh, Mm. he he can't find one because it's Halloween. Uh, (laughs) Oh man! So fun fat
2: fun little story. Um, last year, did you guys get the the brood X the seventeen year cicadas at all down there? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, last year we ran we have not gotten these back in. We ran out of muzzles at the store, and have not been able to get them back in for almost a fucking year because dogs kept kept eating cicadas, and people kept coming like how do I fucking get my dog to stop eating? I was like, uh, I, I don't know. I was like, you know, you can just watch him. You know, you can make sure he yeah. doesn't go over and like eat these things. But they kept creating blockages in their stomachs because they couldn't be properly digested. Mm-hmm. So people just kept buying muzzles over and over again. And I have to tell everybody who comes in and looks for them now and be like, yeah, you can you can blame the cicadas, dude. We haven't gotten them in for like a year. And they kind of laugh at it. And they're like, huh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, But- That's so I, weird. Yeah, I
0: didn't know I, that yeah. that was a thing. I knew about cicadas, but I didn't think about like where there would be a problem with that. Like what, <laughs> what, yeah, pipeline shortages for, uh, that's, that's so strange.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am actually probably gonna, um, I, I partially wore part of a costume last night when I went to, uh, uh, the place that I buy my comics at. And it's, I have a mask for, uh, something is killing the children. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I bought that online for like, I think like six bucks. And, like, well, I can wear this and then I could try to maybe dress like a decently fancy and look like I'm a member of the House of Saint the Order of St. George, which kills monsters. Yeah. Um that or I could just put on a horror movie uh shirt and go to work and be like, I like horror movies. Hey, this is my house. Yeah, <laughs> hey,
0: hey, I'm but... a movie poster. Yeah,
2: that's what, <laughs> what I mean. I'm a I'm a college kids movie poster. Um so
1: boondock saints, you're gonna Oh that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That or fight club. Hey, I will I will defend Fight Club. Oh no, I'm not hating
2: on Fight Club. I I like Fight Club. Yeah, but I'm not allowed to talk about it.
0: That's true. So, Zach, are you doing a big Halloween plans? Uh,
1: so today we went to a uh, trampoline park that had like a trunk or treat in the parking lot. So we did that. Kids wore costumes. I uh, I have no plans let me see if i could drop this in the chat there's one i did a few years ago that was a big hit that maybe i'll it will let me drop it i'll send oh, it just, to you guys.
0: just yeah text mm-hmm. it to me it was it.
1: uh it was old greg i was old greg at work
0: <laughs> <Perfect>. uh, <laughs> yeah i'd love to full, see that
1: full green body paint, paint that might paint, be the
0: uh, episode image for this so, <laughs> so we'll see <laughs> um but but yeah that, that's great so yeah but, yeah, thanks for joining for the month, Zach. Uh, and, you know, I guess we'll do this again next year. Uh, so <laughs>
2: sounds good. Maybe oh, we can yeah. come on and talk about Thanksgiving movies. we talk yeah, about we'll like
0: that.
1: or talk about like the so thr- thanks. Thanks. Killing. We'll just talk yeah. about Thanksgiving. You know, thanks. Killing
0: <laughs> and, and uh, planes, trains, killing. Yeah. Let's see, too. I think maybe Dutch as well. Um, I think that's Thanksgiving as well. Free, um, free birds. Isn't that a, a Thanksgiving? Leonard Skinner song? yeah um so no we won't be well we can we I think we talk about Leonard (laughs) Skinner all the time Um,
1: uh well if we want to talk Dutch uh Ethan Embry follows me on Twitter and we talk pretty regularly oh rad oddly enough so um I'll see if I can get him on yeah
0: yeah. and I'll also see if he wants to come on my other podcast because that would be great Uh, I'll I'll shoot. I'll shoot him a message. <laughs> yeah, ask him about it. I've had I've had some notable guests, so uh, we'll we'll talk about this off air. All right, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go have dinner. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us, and uh, that's kind of it. So I yeah. guess we don't ding. I guess ding ding.